Let's talk about it. 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount Plus. I always like this song. I don't know why. Then what you trying to say? I can't remember the lyrics. Otherwise, I would have tried to sing it. 207, McMonagle here with you. Let's go. Let's have some fun. We are still waiting for Juan Soto to be a Yankee. Please have him tonight. You have no idea. Do you know what? The crowning achievement of my entire career and life would be able, one, it's going to be the night I get to come on right after the Yankees win the World Series. But ultimately, that's probably not going to happen at 2 o'clock in the morning. I'm not going to be able to be the first one. Obviously, there'll be a post game. Maybe there's a chance I'm the first one right after the game, but it won't be the same. If if news breaks right now that Juan Soto's traded to the Yankees, this would be as good as it gets. Instant reaction to a Juan Soto trade. I want it so badly. Let's go. We need it. The Yankee fan needs it. We don't need Verdugo. I like Verdugo. I do. I think it's a better trade than I'm seeing a lot of Yankee fans' reaction to. I, I heard a caller driving in. I was listening to Keith. Uh, I think it's the same guy. I forget his name, but it's the same guy who started the fire Brian Cashman night or whatever. Ros- was it Roscoe? No, I don't think it was Roscoe. No, Roscoe's a different guy. I'm sure he was unhappy with the trade, too. I didn't hear Roscoe. Um, but, no, I forget the name of the guy. But he started the whole Brian Cashman night at the stadium that became a big flop and didn't do what he intended it to do. But he's screaming and cursing and, and like, first of all, the if, if Verdugo is a, a Red Sox, like, seriously, that's, who cares? It's over. Now he's a Yankee. We embrace Yankees. It's that simple. We embrace Roger Clemens. You embrace Johnny Damon. That's it. And... He's not Juan Soto. That's really the main problem. This is this is the second deal. It's just done first. And so everyone assumes that Brian Cashman and the New York Yankees are going to just, this is going to be the big move. They're going to disappoint us again. Not this year. I'm telling you. Yamasoto! Yamasoto. We're still waiting for the Soto trade that even after the Verdugo trade, everyone's telling us this does not exclude the Yankees from making a Soto deal. The conversations have intensified. Uh, I'm I'm losing confidence as the minutes go, grow that we are going to actually get one uh, this morning, get some news this morning. But I'm I'm hoping I'm still hoping the Yankees need to make this deal. I don't know if Verdugo is someone that the Padres covet, and that maybe this was an addition. I I don't see that because he makes he's going to make somewhere around nine million dollars, and I I just think they're looking to shed payroll, and they were looking to move an outfielder in the deal to the Yankees. I don't know if they're looking for an outfielder back. I just don't know if they are. At nine million dollars, but for me, the Yankees, this is this is the per, this is a very good deal. Other than he doesn't play shorts, other doesn't he doesn't play. Obviously, doesn't play shortstop. IKF does, and there's some thoughts that the Yankees would be interested in IKF, and that's another great move. Who's got a problem with bringing IKF back? It's one thing when he's the starting shortstop; he's a utility guy. He was very good at it. He plays a bunch of different positions. He puts the ball in play. I like IKF. Bring him back for a reasonable number as your utility guy. Great. I I love utility guys. Who doesn't have? I mean, some of my favorite memories and favorite Yankees are you. I love Miguel Cairo. I love Miguel Cairo. I have such fond memories of Miguel Cairo. Let's get IKF back in here. I'm fine with that. 
But other than Verdugo not playing center field, this is the lefty contact guy, one-year deal. Dominguez comes back. He's your everyday center fielder. You get a better player next year. This is a nice little – you gave up Greg Weissert. This, Ver, this Verdugo deal makes a ton of sense for the New York Yankees. It probably means Judge playing more center field to start the year than you typically like, considering he's coming off the toe injury. But other than that, I like the player. I like the player. He's exactly what the fan base is clamoring for, right? Lefty hitters who put the ball in play. He's a 280 left-handed hitter who doesn't strike out very much. What do you think this other outfielder was going to be? Did I'm I'm all on board for Yamasoto, and I think they can do it, and I think they will do it, as stupid as I am. I think both Yamamoto and Soto are going to be here. But did anybody think they were going to do that and get Bellinger? Like, what kind of other outfielder did you think they were getting? If you have a problem with this, this is just your fear that they're not going to get Soto. They are going to get Soto. Juan Soto is going to be a Yankee. Danny and Tom's River. What's up, Danny? Hey, Sal. What's going on? Man? It's it's it's, it's Chris, but thank you very much. Chris, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, it's late. Long-time listener, though, my man. Well, thank you, hey, buddy. Listen. I appreciate it. Hey, listen. I got a nine-year-old daughter, and I uh, put her to bed all the time. And, hey, Riley, you got to go to the bathroom? No, Daddy. Oh. No, Daddy. 30 minutes later, I'm comfortable on the couch. I got to go potty. Oh, uh, it ha- bro, that happens to me every – same kid, the older one, Tommy. Six years old, same thing. Put him to bed. Do you have to go potty? No, no, no. 45 minutes later, it's suddenly I I can hear him because we'll be downstairs. His his bedroom is upstairs. We have the monitor or whatever. Like, I can hear the feet move into the bathroom. Like, what are you doing up there? I, I got to go poop. As soon as you get comfortable, Oh, right? my God. It's brutal. And hey, then, hey, listen. I, oh, yeah. sorry, sorry. No, good, good. We're, we're just having some fun with uh, kids' no, bathroom. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I'm driving home from work. I just wanted to say real quick, uh, I'm going to get to my Yankee point. I got to make it. Real quick, though, I, you know, this whole thing with Jack Wilson, uh, real quick. Yeah, yeah, I, I no, you got time, I, man. I'll let you make a Yankee point. Don't I, worry. I, I don't, I don't want to – I don't understand. I'm an athlete, longtime ice hockey player. I've had been in situations before starting goalie, not starting goalie, I don't, I, where I've been pulled out of the starting role and then they come back to you. I've always wanted to go back in net as a goalie and stick it to my coach for pulling me in the first place. And I don't understand why Zach Wilson is reluctant to come back as a quarterback because I would, if I was Zach, I'd be like, yeah, give me that job back. I'm going to stick it to you, and then I'm going to leave your team next year, and I'm going to stick it to you again. So that's just ridiculous that a professional quarterback doesn't want his job back. There is no, um, there is no excuse to not want yeah, your job back. That None. Is unbelievable. There is like, no excuse. And But what bothers me the most about it is I don't think he's been unfairly treated. Like, sure, and it's the NFL. I mean, they're trying to put a good product on the field. Have they given them every opportunity to be great on the field? No, they I haven't. Mean, if it was me, but he wouldn't they, even have been back on the team. But they have part. done. They have bent over backwards to give this kid opportunity after opportunity to prove himself. And here's another opportunity. And quite honestly, this might be the best one because you know what? The, now it's who cares about winning or losing. Go out there and throw the football and try and make some plays. Who cares about throwing interceptions? Who cares about being careful? Go out there and try and make plays and show what you can do, an opportunity to maybe have another team look at you. Instead, you're going to what? What, because they benched you again? 
I mean, the offense is terrible. And at every turn, the coach has, has been promising and, and talked about how promising your career is and how much they like you and how hard you work. And they've, they've said nothing but nice things. They've given you every opportunity to be the starter of this team. They had every opportunity to bring in other players to supplant you as the starting uh, starting quarterback for this team. They never did. They never brought in anybody to challenge him after Aaron Rodgers went down. They brought him back to be the backup behind Aaron Rodgers when they didn't have to. And they promised them the future of the team. Like, they've, they've done so much to try and give this team this give this kid a chance to be the Jets quarterback. He's got some nerve saying no. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Start to the season, you know, my team was one in four. I was the senior goaltender. They pulled me. They put in the sophomore goalie. He continued to stink it up. I could have threw a fit and did the same thing as Zach Wilson, but I said no. Give me the job back. We wound up becoming. Uh, we wound up rattling off 19 wins in a row. I hold the record for the Jersey Shore Shore Conference for most wins in a row by a goaltender, and we wound up going to the semifinals and losing by only one goal to Randolph in 2006 in the state finals at the Prudential Center. And, you know, my team commended me for that, and I could have gave up, and that's what yeah. Zach Wilson's doing right now. And no, I, 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 don't I agree. Too much no, it's okay. That's okay. You know, I, have a, I have a similar story. I was a varsity baseball player in ninth grade. Ninth grade, I made the varsity team. They put me in on the JV team for the first two weeks. I'll never forget it. I hit 726 in the first f- five or six games of the year. They brought me up. I was a varsity baseball player in ninth grade. I was a varsity baseball player in 10th grade. And then because of a class ski trip that ran late because the the basketball team made the playoffs. The ski trip ran into the, the the baseball starting of the season, and I missed two practices because I went on a ski trip, and the coach didn't like me for whatever reason, and he, and he cut me that year in 11th grade after being a two-time varsity baseball player, and I was furious with the guy. But did I give up? Did I quit? Hell no. I went and became the MVP of my football team and then became the captain of my baseball team my senior year after they fired that bum. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's what it's I'm not saying. winning that's state championships or anything. Do. It's not you know I, I wasn't the best goalie in the the, the 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 state or anything like you, but you know I was but disrespected whether, whether and I fought back. Whether you're playing at a high school level, whether you're playing at a high school level or all the way up to the professional <laughs> level, when you're an athlete, that's in your blood. Either you you got it or you don't. And yeah. I don't know. Maybe Joe Douglas doesn't know how to run an organization because how do you not sniff this kid out? I know he was a good college player. But to me, I just knew it from day one, and I'm not even a Jets fan. Like, I'm like, this kid is not going to make it in the NFL. He's a pretty boy. He's on the smaller side. He doesn't seem to, to care about, you know, he's not really good with the media. He thinks he's got all the answers. Like, I just didn't like him, and you know what? I mean, the Jets are paying for it. I got but, uh, you. All quick, right, so what's your Yankee quick, take? Yeah. My Yankees point, obviously, I'm a Jersey Shore boy a long time. I grew up watching Derek Jeter, you know, and – I, I was I, I I always rooted for the Yankees. We always got the guys that we wanted. I wanted to share. We got to share. We got Matsui. We got Tanaka. We got A Rod. We got everybody. You know, I'm just a little upset. You know that the New York Yankees, the most iconic, most iconic franchise in in the history of all sports, is not in on Otani. I mean, this guy is not going to come around again. For another 110 years, our kids, kids, kids won't even see another Otani, if you ask me. And the New York Yankees are not going to try to make well, a bid at Shohei Otani, and they're going to shut us up. I know you like Juan Soto, and I like him too, but come oh, on. Oh, no, I would take Otani over Juan Soto. I agree That's with you. That's what I'm saying. Like, but, but here's like, the thing, oh, and listen. go after Juan Soto. 
like, why are we not going after this... Shohei Otani and giving that guy $700 million when they make that in a day? Well, here's what, I'll, here's what I'll tell you. To be fair to the Yankees, why don't the Mets? It's the same reason Steve Cohen's the richest owner in baseball. This is the greatest player in the history of the sport. I agree with everything you just said. Why aren't the Mets? Do you know why? Unfortunately, he has zero interest in playing in New York and has made everybody aware of it. Really? Yep. He has zero. What's his, what's he has zero interest. I, he 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 has no interest in being a star. Why? Because he's from another country. No. That happens to have no. More of a race over on the no. West Coast. That's no. I, I think when he first came here, yes, he wanted to be closer to his to his home country on the West Coast. No, he has no desire to be a star. He wants he wants to go to Toronto. He wants to go to maybe L.A., which benefits him on being on the coast, but maybe there's a lot of, you know, he doesn't want to be the face of baseball. He doesn't want to be the big story. Uh, he wants to blend in. And, that's, and, why and, to, that's why he went to Anaheim. I know you're a credible source, but, but who, who, who's, who's saying that? Who said well, that the reports, the re, well, the reports, I, I mean, I, my incredible source is the Daily News. They're reporting All that, right. that uh, Otani has made it clear that he has no desire to play in New York. And the rumors are Toronto is a place he wants to go to for a couple of reasons. There's like a tax, there's a there's less of a tax hindrance from I going from the United. I hope he doesn't go to Toronto as a Yankee fan. I do not want to see Vladimir Guerrero, Otani, and Bobby. Uh, they're a bunch of frauds. I'm not worried I, about them at all. They can't even beat the Twins in the playoffs. The Twins had lost. The Twins had lost like 75 straight playoff games, and the and the Toronto Blue Jays lost both to them this year. They're a bunch of bums and a bunch of frauds. I'm not scared of the Toronto Blue Jays at all. This this vaunted lineup with all these young legacy players, their daddies were so great. They're a bunch of bums. I don't care. Were they better than the Yankees this year? So everybody was better than the Yankees this year. The Diamondbacks were better than the Yankees this year. I don't care. That lineup is a bunch of frauds. That team is a bunch of frauds. I despise the Blue Jays. I don't know why. It's probably because Vlad came out and talked about how he likes beating the Yankees. He'll never join the Yankees. He likes beating them too much. Yeah, when exactly did you do that, Vlad? You never beat the Yankees. Ever. In 2021, they were both competing for the wild card. They they played a, a three-game series in Toronto, and the winner of that series was probably going to get the second wild card to the Red Sox, and the Yankees went in there and took two out of three. They never beat the, the Yankees. Ever. Ever. Not in big spots. I mean, this year they won more games than they lost against the Yankees, but like, do they ever really like relish in beating the Yankees? Never. The Yankees always beat them. They're a bunch of bums. So you know what? Get Otani. You're still not going to win. I'm telling you. I, I almost want them to get Otani. I'm not kidding. I almost want Toronto to get Otani. I'll tell you why after the break. But let's get a couple more calls in. Kenny in Manhattan. What's going on, Kenny? Chris, how are you, man? I'm doing well, Kenny. How are you? Good, thanks. Now, I have a couple of questions, if you don't mind. Sure. Well, now, is Tommy, kind of this thing Tommy, okay, is Tommy the son that puked all over you during the summer? The son who puked all over me during the summer? You I... had a son that threw up all over you during the summer. Are you sure? I'm trying to think. I, it's, it sounds like me. I can't. I can't remember. Yeah, I mean that's probably Tommy. He's yes. That I'm trying to think of the. Was, was it out somewhere or just normal? I'm, you were at home. Yeah, and, yeah, 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 yeah. That's why. Okay. okay, yeah, yeah, so yeah. My, my, okay, so my question, because I've always been puzzled about this. Yeah. This is when you were still gung ho with Brian Cashman 
and and with Aaron Boone. So I was wondering, first off, if you were praising them when he when he had that reaction. Uh, he, might, he, might, my, he might my know love. more about baseball, more about baseball yeah. than you realize. Maybe that's that's possible. I don't believe so. Um, and will you do it? And my question is, will you do yeah. it again today? I'm always praising Brian Cashman. It's what we do every night when we go we go to bed and we say our prayers. We we thank the Almighty Brian Cashman before we we go think, before we get into bed. And do you think this might be an, uh, a developing issue for your young son because he might understand baseball more than you realize? No, I, I no. And he might be trying to tell you something. No, I think he does understand baseball, and that's why he has such an affinity for it. What happened was, I remember what he what happened was when he got sick in the summer was, uh, you know, he was forced uh, to watch a June Met baseball game. And so he got really sick. That's the problem. Yeah, that would make me sick. Yeah. But um, but, but seriously, I do, I do agree with you, you know, all kidding aside, the Verdugo, the Verdugo trade, you know, at first glance, I think a lot of people go, what a letdown. But it's actually, it looks like a smart move. Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I think it's a smart move. Uh I like it. If, if this happened after Verdugo, like so many things, uh, after Soto, like so many things, it's about timing, right? The same thing, the reaction the, the Met fan gave to uh, to Severino. If Severino was the was their second starting pitcher after they signed Yamamoto and then they signed Severino, everybody would be thrilled. Oh, what a good pickup. It's It's the fear that this is the move, and especially for Yankee fans who are just g- convinced that Brian Cashman's a dope and that the the owner doesn't want to spend money, and this is going to be the move. I got hit uh, with a guy on Twitter. I think he's a Met fan. This Mark Metro or something. I forget his name. He's come at me before, and you know it's pretty much. Listen, you know the deal. This is the big move. This is their left-handed bat. This is now how the Yankees operate. It's not. It's not 1998 anymore. You don't get all the great players. This is the only thing you're going to do. You know, blah, 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 blah. That's the fear. The haters get to say that, and the Yankee fans fear it, that this is the move. It's not. It's not. The, if it is the move, it's a, the, if this is the offensive bat they add, if they don't add, if they get this and a Kiermaier, and those are the two left-handed hitting outfielders they get, and not Juan Soto, I'm telling you right now, I promise you. I know I got jokes about my love for Cashman making my own son vomit, but I promise you. If the New York Yankees open up the season next year and Verdugo is in left field and Juan Soto is not on this team, I will be apoplectic and I will be, I will cry, I will open, I will mention in every single open I do, fire Brian Cashman. All right, that's a, that's a promise. If Verdugo is the starting outfielder for the New York Yankees and Juan Soto is not on the team in every single open of the baseball season. At some point in the open, I will say, fire Brian Cashman. Okay? I promise. That's how, I, I, I don't know what else to do. I'm not going to you know make any bets with you. But I, everyone says I love Brian Cashman. I will call for his firing in every single open of my show the entire baseball season if Verdugo is in the outfield and Juan Soto is not. Hundred percent. That can't happen. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. Jeffrey, hang on. We're gonna get back to your baseball calls. 
your football calls, too. We do have to talk about the quarterback situation with the Giants. A little conversation about what what's going on with uh, Giancarlo Stanton and some of the way the Yankees have been talking about him. And then, again, I just said it. Why not? We'll tease it a little bit. Why I want, why I want Shohei Otani to be a Toronto Blue Jay. 877-337-6666. McMonagle here with you on the fan. Your official station to talk Jets. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. I mean, I feel like this is an even shorter list of rotated songs. Like, I feel like I'm hearing the same songs every night now. That's all right, though, because you're getting a different me. I'm in a different place in my life than I was yesterday. Worlds are dramatically different. Although I'm still waiting for Juan Soto every day of my life. You have no idea. You don't know. You don't know what it's like to not really be able to sleep that well in the middle of the afternoon. For whatever reason, you just can't do it. I've tried everything. The blackout curtains, the... The uh, mask on my face. I'm sleeping better. I mean, I'm still sleeping for the most part, but it's not a complete, like on Friday nights, I go to bed with my wife, normal, like what, what I would, what I had been doing before I got this job, and I'll sleep straight through to the morning, beautiful sleep, no issue. I just don't have that during the day yet. I'm a little topsy-turvy up and down a little bit, but for the most part, I sleep pretty well. My wife does a great job of taking care of the kids until five o'clock or so, and I'm able to really get some good rest. So I'm not complaining, but it's just, I'm. but I'm telling you, I'm a weird, I just, I can't stop checking my phone. Like I, I like in my sleep, I'm like, well, it could be happening right now. And I'm sleeping. I got to wake up and check my phone. We're waiting for Juan Soto. I'm, I'm losing steam that it's going to happen this morning though. I, I thought they were right on the, 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 the precipice, but apparently not. So let me tell you why I want real quick. Before we get into the veto stuff and the Giants, we talked a little bit about Rodgers. We'll get back into the football stuff. But real quick, as a Yankee fan, why I want Shohei Otani to be a Toronto Blue Jay. And as crazy as that sounds. One, for two main reasons. One, the Blue Jays are absolute frauds. And I know it won't work. He's lost in Anaheim. He's a tremendous player. He's, a, he's the greatest player who ever lived, in my opinion. We've went over this. No one's ever played baseball the way he's played baseball. No, no one's ever been as good. There's pitching. There's, there's, there's pitching the ball. There's hitting the ball. There's catching the ball. I mean, he, he, does, he, he pitches and he hits at a level we've never seen before. He accounts for outs. But you know, but that's why I, I, it baffles me when people say, "Yeah, but he doesn't play the outfield. He's not. A, he's not a fielder. He's not a fielder. He's not a fielder." Do you know how many? Do you know how many assists or how many outs a great shortstop or a great center fielder? Because he would probably be an outfielder. A great center fielder account account for over the course of a season. How many outs they account for? A hell of a lot less than the guy who leads the American League in strikeouts. I promise you that. I mean, he plays defense every five days. He plays the entire game of defense. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. He's the best who ever did it. No one's ever done it better. Now, again, I don't know about career, but in one moment, if you were starting a team today, you had to start a team. 
any the greatest baseball players who ever lived were assembled to start a scrimmage baseball game that your life depended on. I'm picking Otani. He's he's going to be a, or you know starting a season with. I'm picking Otani. I have a I have my pitcher and my and a great slugger in the. I have my three my three four hitter and I have my starting pitcher. In one player. But it won't work there. I'm convinced of it. They're a bunch of frauds. And you know what? I want the challenge. Let them try it. I, I, want, I, I want it. I want it. Bring it on. He can't pitch this year. He's aging. Who knows? It might, it might be an absolute debacle of a contract. Who knows? He might not be able to pitch again. They're talking about possibly using him as a closer. There's some thought about that. I don't understand how a closer works for Otani. How does he warm up in the middle of the game if he's on deck? How does he? How does exactly does he warm up for the eighth or ninth inning when he's going to come to hit that bottom of the inning or top of the inning? How does that work? How's he on deck taking swings when he should be warming up to come in the next inning? So I don't know how I don't know how relievers work. I don't know how a relief pitcher works for him. I think he's got to be a starter. But on one angle, you know what? Let the Toronto Blue Jays get him. I can't wait to see it fail. They're they're a fraud baseball team. And number two, selfishly, I know this sounds crazy. I'd rather eliminate them from the Juan Soto. If he if he goes there like tomorrow, if if Shohei Otani announces he's going to be a Blue Jay tomorrow, they are out of the Juan Soto deal. And now I have less competition in the one I want to get Juan Soto that bad that I'm willing to watch Shohei Otani go to Toronto to make sure I get Juan Soto. Although it probably hurts me because if he goes to the Do- if he doesn't go to the Dodgers, they're probably big time in for Yamamoto, and that gives me the Dodgers, whose payroll is like like 140 million dollars right now. They've been doing everything they can for two years to get Otani, and if they don't get him, they're going to go on a crazy spending spree. So it probably hurts me in the Yamamoto deal, but I don't care. I want Juan Soto, so it doesn't bother me that he wants to go be a Blue Jay. God bless. Go live in obscurity in, in Canada, Otani. I don't care. I don't care. Every time he's pitched, the Yankees have lit him up anyway. Never mind the fact he's killed them at the plate, hit a bunch of home runs, including a killer last year, an absolute killer that led to the conversation whether or not to walk him. But neither here nor there. Let him be a Blue Jay for all I care. He doesn't want to be. He doesn't want to pitch in New York. Ed, go to Canada. Jeffrey and Elmont. What's up, Jeffrey? Look out, old Mac is back. Look out, old Mackie is back. Now it took her. The long road home. She took the long road home, but she finally got there. And they're going to be rocking around the Christmas tree as uh, she hit number one on the Billboard Hot 100, Brenda Lee. Took her 65 years since she released that record. And this week she just went to 100, uh, number one. You're kidding me. Uh, no, she did. She went to number one. Wow. On the Billboard Hot 100. So, you know, she took the lo- obviously she took the long road home, but she finally got there. And that's just about one of my favorite Christmas songs. I mean, there's the ones that are more, I guess you'd say. Rocking Around the Christmas Tree is the number one song in the country. How about that? That's it. That's it. So, see, back, anytime you want to have a dual career and, and do your singing, maybe you release a song, maybe 100 years from now, it'll go to number one. Maybe. No, I, I told right? you, I'm, if there, anyone ever offers me, if you're listening out there, Carnival or Norwegian, if any of you want to put on a production of Grease, I will take a six-month sabbatical from here to tour the world and be Danny Zuko on your cruise ship. Just telling you, I'm willing to do it. All right. And you've never seen anything like it. You kidding me? Those, those, or the, that, that matinee show, all the, the, uh, you know, Uncle Ted and Aunt Barney 
after an early three o'clock dinner comes to see me, they're gonna they're gonna be talking about it for weeks. But I can really picture you and like guys and dolls. Yeah, I guess. Something. I got the horse right here. His name is Paul Revere, and there's a man who says if the weather's clear, can do. And there ain't nothing here that horse can't do. Nathan Detroit. All right, what do you got? Let's talk some right. sports. Why not? All right. Well, let's talk some sports right now. We'll do a little football quarterbacks. And listen, uh, the Yankees, uh, of course, we, we want all the players, the good players on the Yankees. Sure. But, it, but you know what the thing is? I, I've always said this. They just don't have the kind of money to, to pay all these big-time players today like they did 20 years ago. The, the, the money they're making is so outrageous that they just, you know, these guys are business guys. And Cashman, I mean, everybody gets on his case, but to me, he's like the he's standing in for the owner. Like, come on, how you know damn well is not a full time uh, owner and stuff. They had to wake him well, up in Rome. Yeah, to sign. No, the, I don't know. know. I don't know about that. I do agree with you. He he gives uh, a lot of leeway and responsibility to Brian Cashman on a day to day basis, no doubt. Bro. But I mean, I don't know. I think this year they're willing to spend the money. I mean, they can figure out ways. I agree. They're not going to get all three. The three big names, obviously, Yamamoto, Soto, and Bellinger. They're not getting all three. But I think they could do Yam- uh, Yamamoto and, and Soto. I really do. And then who knows what they have to do uh, to get Soto in, in the next contract. But guys are starting to come off the books. And you can go cheap everywhere else. You're going to go cheap in center field. You're going to go cheap at second and short. You're going to go possibly even third as well. You're going to go cheap at the catcher position. You, they always go cheap in the bullpen now. They're not they're very I I'd be surprised if they get a big time high price closer. So you go cheap in a bunch of different places. Uh you you're going to have you probably have to trade Gleyber Torres instead of giving him a big time contract. Uh you know, different numbers are coming off the books. You got Severino's money coming off the books this year, like different money coming off the books. They'll figure it out. I think I I think they can get these two. I do. I think they can get these two. Right, but I would take Otani now with the quarterbacks and everything. Well, yeah, sure. Um, but he's him and Judge back to back. I mean, I would have them batting one two in the lineup. Just go right. For I the think gut, him and Soto gut, back to back are pretty damn scary. Well, that too, too. Now that's you got a good hitter there. Everything. I would put actually Soto behind Judge to protect him in the lineup. But to get into the quarterbacks now. Because this is the big hot topic, everything. First of all, with Tommy DeVito, uh, listen, you got to start him on Monday night. The guy's on a roll. He's won a couple of games. The team's been playing decent. He um, he has a bit of a presence in there, but in, in that pocket, he does move around. All right, he's gotten sacked. But listen, let's face the facts. The offensive line is not living up. To, it's, you know, it's not earning their paychecks, and it makes it a damn hell of a real hell of a hard time for a quarterback to get settled. And he's a young guy, even though he's only a year uh, younger than Daniel Jones. Now, with the thing with Zach Wilson, to me, this is a nut house type of a thing. I think when Salah and Joe Doogie get fired, they're going to be working for uh, uh, Blue. What's the, the name of the airline? Blue. Jet Blue. Jeff Blue, the guy yeah. his uncle, his cousin owns that, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Early in the morning, I forgot the name. But listen, the whole thing with the Jets is totally is totally insane the way they've handled it. But look, look how many of our quarterbacks in New York have gone down in the past year that we've lost through injuries, getting hit in the game because the offensive line is not picking up a blitz, or if they're not just picking up from their assignment, then I read the defenses too. Not only the quarterback, so I just think the whole thing is a mess with the offensive line. Yeah, I mean, listen, and the but, quarterback. Yeah, but listen, the uh, and you know the offensive line 
has gotten better. Andrew Thomas has been back. He's he's actually played well despite the idea he's playing with a sprained uh, MCL or or you know some sort of knee injury. Uh, Devito also takes bad sacks as many young quarterbacks do. Um, so I I don't you know as far as the Giants' offensive line, the the Jets' offensive line is dealing with a ton of injuries. And yeah, listen, I to me at least for the Giants and, and Devito. I had I think it was the right move. I think Brian Dable made the right decision to stick with DeVito, but it's not about winning. Like that's the thing. He's built a presence. They've been playing well. I mean, Tyrod Taylor was gone because of injury. He's the backup quarterback. He's the backup quarterback for a reason. They paid him to be the backup quarterback for a reason. He's one of the better backup quarterbacks in the league. This is a proven player. He's thrown for 3000 yards. I mean, it's hard to tell me that you think that DeVito gives you a better chance to win. This isn't about the best chance to win. I I, I wish I could. I'm not going to call Dable a liar necessarily, but when asked, is, is this about the best chance of winning? That's what all decisions are based on. This is not entirely based on best chance of winning. I, I just refuse to believe that. I refuse to believe that. This is about seeing what, what, about what Tommy DeVito is. And that's the right move. Don't get me wrong, but let's be honest. It's not about putting your best foot forward to win a football game. We have no idea what DeVito is. No idea. If you told me Tyrod Taylor or DeVito were going to play and that one of them was going to throw five interceptions and be brutally awful in the game, it's DeVito. There's no doubt about it. So, And I feel, and you could tell, Tyrod Taylor's pissed off. He's pissed off. That he came in, played with that bad offensive line, as you said, got banged around, got hurt comes back and an undrafted free agent's playing the game because he's a fun little story. And Boomer and Geo are making the videos with the, the 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 hand. And Tommy Cutlets and he's selling, you know, he's selling out a sandwich shop to come see him. Like and he's won a couple games, don't get me wrong. He scored ten points against the Patriots. Ten points. Both scores off of turnovers. So they're doing the right thing, but it's not about winning. It's about finding out what they have. The GM said so at the the beginning of the, the, the week off when he met the media. They're going to have to do something at the quarterback room. Tyrod Taylor's contract's up. They want to find out if they have a legitimate backup here. They want to find out if they have someone they could play for a few weeks while Daniel Jones gets healthy. That's what they're trying to find out because it's about the future. Whenever you're 4-8, and eight, don't kid yourself. Don't expect this big run. Green Bay's a talented team. Green Bay's on a roll. Green Bay kicked the tar out of a very good Lions team in their building on Thanksgiving. And then went and beat Kansas City, the defending Super Bowl champs. They're playing extremely well. Love is throwing the ball extremely well. This is a tough win. They're not going to go out and beat all these teams. they got to play the Eagles twice. The Giants are going nowhere. Nowhere. It's not about winning games. I've tried to tell you this for forever. It's not just about winning games. They have to see what DeVito is. That's why you play him. And that's why Tyrod Taylor's pissed off. Because if he's told the same nonsense we're told, hey, this is the best chance to win game, you want to look Tyrod Taylor dead in the face and tell him as a career veteran in this league who started games, started seasons, you know, has thrown a you know a bunch of touchdown passes in this league, has put up 3,000 yards, won a bunch of games, you're going to tell him that Tommy DeVito gives the Giants a better chance to win? He knows it's not true. He knows it's not true. And while they still have fight, that's how players are. Unless you're Zach Wilson. You want to play. 
And unless there's, as long as there's still a chance maybe to go out there and win a football game and keep your hope alive without being mathematically eliminated, I'm sure he wants to play. And I'm sure he's pissed off. And I I don't think the team necessarily, like that's the thought process too, because I'm sure the team understands that Tyrod Taylor's there for a reason and probably gives him the best chance to win. But they've kind of rallied around this story of, of, of uh, DeVito, and he's thrown some touchdown passes. They've won some games. I don't think the team's going to be you know, too upset that Tyrod Taylor's not playing, but it is what it is. Let's, be, let's just be honest about what it is. Val in the Bronx. What's up, Val? Brother Mac, what's going on, Doug? What's up, buddy? How we doing? I'm all right. I'm all right. This is crazy. I, you know, I had everything all set up. I came to a really nice corner before I hit the train station. And sure enough, as soon as you put me on, here comes the action garbage truck. <laughs> That's the way it works sometimes. You want, right? me to put, you want me to put you on hold and I'll take you after the next call? Um, hope, Hopefully he gets you in a second. Can you okay. hear me okay? I hear you. Just, right you there. sound just fine. What's all right. Up? All right. I got two points for you, right? I don't. I, I don't even want to. I know I'm switching you right now because you were just talking football. That's all right. No, I'm you know me. Taking it's a call. Jets and I don't. I don't even want to get into the cluster that is my team. Yeah. You know, I would say cluster not a, but I can't say the word on the radio, you know. But um, let's talk Yankees and let's talk Mets for a second, all right? Yeah. Yankees first. Please, man, I know you're with me here. Are we really talking about Michael King, uh, some kid named Thorpe, Brito, and Vasquez holding us up from Soto, man? Is that uh, really what's keeping us as, from? As, Come on, a, now, as like, of right now. Are we really getting too cute with this right now? Like, I understand no. Cashman trying to get the best deal he can. But that's it. If that's all we're talking like, I was concerned about having to give up Volpe, Dominguez, or Peraza. Yeah. We're not even talking about them, and we're holding no. this up for that? Like, what's going well, on, man? Well, Stop playing around, bro. Well, well, I understand that. Well, one, it's more than that. They were, The last offer made, at least. I don't know where they are sitting currently. But it was those guys, plus taking back Grisham and more money, plus, an, plus uh, another couple of prospects. Like, they wanted seven pitchers. Yeah, like, but with Grisham's, with Grisham's money, you know what I'm saying? I think they're talking about three and change million or something like that. Like, how much does that really bother you? No, I... Like, I does that make... No, I, I understand that, but they, if they don't like the player, they, you know, they're looking to acquire other outfielders they like, and I would think the Verdugo uh, probably offsets that now. Hopefully, uh, hopefully that's uh, not a part of it for the Yankees. I don't think they'd be interested in trading for Grisham now. Would... Unless he goes to San Diego in the trade, we see. But here's the uh, point. They believe that... King is a frontline starter and that he's about to emerge as such after his excellent second half last year. We have to admit in September, he was one of, if not the best pitcher in the American League. So for, I hate, for a month, I, hate, I get it. It's for a month. Uh, I'm, I, and, and Cashman said today that no one player is a deal breaker. But for a rental, bro, even, if it is, even if it is Juan Soto, for a rental to give up a, a, a pitcher who's 28 years old and has control – uh, that has controllable years that you think could be a frontline starter, plus your best pitching prospect, See, you plus three, right there plus plus three more prospects for a rental that you still have to pay thirty million dollars to just this year, and then try and give five hundred or plus to keep them. Like it's a lot to ask Bro, for. It's a lot. To ask. It's Mac, more. It's I, more than Betts Bro, got. It's more than like some of these other big time trades got. Brother Mac, I hear what you're saying, but you just said the key word when you said it just now. You said that they think, that we think, because we saw the experiment they tried uh, towards the end of the season. And you've got to keep in mind, too, King is the same guy that, you know, we had to, like, play, you know, games with during the, the season when we were trying to use him as a reliever because he would get hurt. Yeah. So, you know, this, this think for some uh, for a known commodity. 
Soto is something that's guaranteed proven. We've seen it Yeah, already. but he's guaranteed proven for of, one year. You know? He's guaranteed proven I mean, for one year. That's it. If, it, right, no, if so, he had years so, of con- And again, I'm not even saying you're wrong. If he ends up if he ends up getting traded somewhere else and the sticking point was King and Thorpe, the fan base is going to go nuts. On. We're going to go nuts. You know what I'm saying? I, I completely so agree with you. It's not enough. But I right now, I don't know who they're bidding against. I don't know who else is involved. And I don't know if they have to give up that much. Don't you want the Yankees to make the best trade? Like, don't you want to keep King if you can? I do. I do. Well, that's what I it's do. about. I do. So I'm going to try to be patient on that one. Right. Now, to get to my next point before I get off with you, and I wish you a beautiful morning. Before I, I get off my me- before I get off the line, the match point, you know, like okay, I'm gonna try to make this as concise as possible, but it's difficult. Initially, right, everybody was talking about all the money because you, you you were talking about earlier, I think like somewhere around the twelve thirty to one o'clock hour with Cashman's statement about Cohen's money and this that the other. Yeah, it it never really scared me too too much. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> but you know what? Really, really like now. At this particular moment in time, two things really concern me about that as a Yankee fan. Because, like, Sal used to say that before. Like, when Cohen, like, we taking over New York and there was all that talk with the Correa thing and all that stuff like that. It never bothered me then. But two things right now. One, Cohen has made the mistakes that every, like, everybody kept saying, you, you got money, you can just throw it out there and you can buy yourself that. And he's done that already and I want to believe learned from that lesson. That's the first one. And two, the combination of his money, plus if if Stearns turns out to be the executive assassin that everybody is telling me that he is, the combination of that money and that intellect, that is what scares me. And that is where I feel like, you know, as much as we are brand, and, and you know, I think that's what makes us different when it comes to when you're talking about somebody like Yamamoto, because you were hearing stuff that... Yeah, that's what it sounds you know, like, the yeah. Thing ...with the Yankee, you know, the brand, and this, that, yeah. the other, he had it in his mind all the time. But outside of that... That combination of, like I said, the never-ending money stream and the intellect behind that executive assassin that they say Stearns is, that scares me. And that makes me feel like, yo, if we don't get our stuff together, we could possibly lose the city. Have a good morning, Brother Mac. I don't know how yeah, you listen, feel about what I, I'm, I'm saying. I'm, and thank you for the call, Val. I'm not worried about losing the city at all. I'm not, losing, I'm not worried about losing the city at all. Was, uh, let's be honest. These last two years are the perfect, the perfect example. These last two years with Steve Cohen, the Mets have a pot, have, Mets have a great season. They get Buck Showalter. They win 101 games, and the Yankees still had a better year. They won 99, but went further in the playoffs, two rounds further. The Mets didn't get out of the wild card. They blew the division at the end of the year, and then didn't get out of the wild card round. And the Yankees were playing in the ALCS. And then this year, the Yankees have the worst season they've had in 40 years. They go 82-80. and 80. It was ugly. It was disgusting. It was one of the worst years they've ever had. Mets had a worse one. So even when the Yankees, even when the Mets are on top, the Yankees are higher. And even when the Mets are on the and even when the Yankees are on the bottom, the Mets are lower. Even two years with this guy. So they have a lot of work to do. I don't think, you know, just suddenly even one championship doesn't change the city. I'm not worried about it, nor do I care that much. How do they run the city exactly? What do the Mets do? Are the Mets there to take your Metro card? Like, how do, how do the Mets, what, what do you mean run this? I, I, always un, I always laughed at this idea. Like, what does run the city? More Yankee fans than Met fans? Better TV ratings? Sell more seats at the ballpark? More, you know, 
more Met hats as you walk the streets of Manhattan? Like, what? What is? Who cares? Who runs the city? I care about winning. I'm a Yankees fan. I want the Yankees to win. That's all I care about. That's all I care about. I'm not worried of being little brother. The Yankees can't be little brother. At worst, we'll be twins. And you know what that means. Tonight is your night, bro. 877-337-6666. But I have no fear. I think the Yankees are gonna I, I think the Yankees are gonna get Yamamoto from, from the Mets. I think he's gonna they're gonna take him out from under him. I think he wants to be a Yankee. You know why? Because we run this city. That's why. You know why the Yankees win all the time, Frank? It's because they have Mickey Mantle? No. It's because the other team can't stop staring at the pinstripes. 877-337-6666. Three hours down. I had to do quick math there. Three hours down. Two more to go on our five-hour midnight ride. I see you guys on the phones. We'll continue to take your phone calls. The Yankees, as we wait for Juan Soto, I'm feeling less and less confident that Juan Soto will be here, but we're going to give it our best. We're going to try and make it happen. Obviously, the two football teams, the Knicks we got into a little bit, whatever you want to talk about over the next two hours, I'm here for it. 877-337-6666. Monogle on the fan.